3: Friday, call us at 888-855-2297. We're going to do our best impersonation of... Storyline today without Nick. We'll see if he shows up today. We got an empty seat without Kurt again. You're looking live at Tostitos Championship, a bustling Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star of Frisco, Texas, where it is 50 degrees. It's a chilly 50 degrees. It's sunny. High is 53. The low tonight is, ooh, it's going to get down to 32.
4: Mm. He's Nate. This is Shannon in the back. It's Chris Bean keeping us on. We do not have our boy. Uh, your Kurt, boy, uh, that's fine. My boy, I'll You're take my it. My boy, that's, our that's, teammate. That's my boy. Our my team. my nah. teammate. Your our boy. Teammate. My boy. Yeah, yeah. my boy. <laughs> yeah, Curse with was today. I am Zaddy Holly. Together, we make hanging with the boys the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel. Uh-huh. There yeah. we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when yeah. we speak. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
3: Yeah, we want to hear from you guys today. This is your show. We don't even have a rundown. We don't have an agenda. The only thing we have to get to besides calls is story time with Nate. Do you, do uh, you have one loaded up today? For, you you know, brought to you uh, by? Oh, brought to you. each and
0: every day by Wingstop, where Flavor gets its wings. Wheeze. Come on, Cook. You got to show up this week, baby. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> if, if that can just do me a favor. If that, that can just do me a favor. What, what do you need, Nate? <laughs> if your name is not, if you're not the 88, the third one. Okay, is that the fourth one? The fourth one. The fourth one. If you're not C.D. Lamb, if you're not. Do they count the third one, though? Yeah, yeah they do. They, they do. do? Yeah, yeah, they do. They, with big love. Okay. If you're not well, C.D. Lamb, if you're <laughs> not Tony Pollard, if you're not Jake Ferguson, if you're not Cook, don't throw him the ball. This week. Do me, a, yeah. Don't throw him the ball. I, I want to see our stars. Throw our stars the ball. You know, if you have a hundred targets, let ninety nine of them be to the that guy, and then <laughs> throw Tobert a deep ball for the. You know, after we, you know, in
3: slop time,
4: yeah,
0: slop time. I, don't let me don't do me do that. Let me also give a
4: shout out. Let me give a shout out to uh, to my guys in Jacksonville. Yes, my boy. Lil Richard in Jacksonville. He has a crew. Yeah, he has a crew that he works with overnight, and they're huge Cowboy fans, Uh and they live and die with the Cowboys. So a lot of their overnight conversations is about the Cowboys, good, bad, or indifferent. And so I'll get the voice. Next, I'll get the voice notes from uh, from Rich. He's like, "Oh man, me and the boys talking about we 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 coming to see y'all. We coming to see what you got to say, man, about so and so so. Shout out." To Lil' Richard and all the Overnight fellas. I don't know y'all name, but the Overnight crew that work with Lil' Richard, I want to give y'all and a shout-out. where is it out. located at? In Jacksonville. In, in Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. Yes. Jacksonville, Florida. Shout-out to you fellas, man. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks we appreciate for listening it.
0: For and for sure. y'all need a story. And if I, have I ever told y'all about the one where we was playing Minnesota and we beat them, I think, in overtime? Nope, we no. haven't heard it. And, with, and if with, we have, Charles we want to hear Hager. it again. Hear with it Charles <laughs> uh, uh, Was it, I think, was it? I'm kind of confused, y'all. I'm stay with me. Uh, either we was were here winning for this game, more minutes. Or we was winning this game, and they put the backups in. I kind of heard Coach Charles uh, Campbell telling. Oh, me. Campo. Well, anyway, we coming in late. Me and Charles, because Charles was for some reason want to holler at some people. You know me. I'm just tagging along, kind of you know just looking. And and, and everybody's in the locker room. And Jimmy is standing up on his podium just going off about the, the near loss and all of this and how we should be much better. And Charles, you know how loud Charles is? He come around the corner and Nate you, fat, greasy, something. And I'm just looking because, I, 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 you know, I, I got an alert out for Jimmy everywhere he at because I'm always wanting to cut up, you know. And so I looked and I saw Jimmy's face. And so I, I backed up. <laughs> Charles is walking on in there. And Jimmy went off on Charles. For being late? late. Oh, yeah, for being late because this after a game. He didn't believe in all this hoopla and all this stuff, especially when he felt we should have crushed this team. Jersey swapping would have killed Jimmy Johnson. Yes, yes, it would have. Yes, it would have. (laughs) And so Charles looks at him and Charles took it. Jimmy, Jimmy, you, da, 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 da. And Charles took it. And so I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, I hope I don't get this shrap metal all over me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they went into the back room. Charles looked at him and Jimmy went to the coach's room, and no other coach went with, you know, Jimmy, because they saw Charles laser lasered in <laughs> Charles went in there behind him. And for like a minute and a half, you don't talk to me now. I'm a grown. You start. And then both of them came out smiling. <laughs> and, uh, but they, but, you know, but when they looked at us, no. But both of them went around the corner. They separated smiling, like <laughs> I told him, and he's showing out yeah. with his coaches. And Charles told us, showing out with the players. And I'm looking like, wow. And all I could think was, man, I'm so sure glad I didn't get caught, <laughs> get caught up in this rap metal, bro. W- was Charles the only one that could go at Jimmy? No, no, you. It, as long this – is, this is the focus of Jimmy. If he could see that all you cared about was winning games, he could take a little heat from you. And you had to be close to right. Now, if you were wrong – and I told y'all the Frank Cornish story, how Frank was new here, we had lost the game, and we was on the plane – and Frank was on the plane cracking jokes, and I sat right next to Frank.
4: Why are you always
0: near trouble? <laughs> I was that guy. Why are you I always was that guy. near I was, Like, I'm starting to think it ain't them. I can it's tell it's you, you. I can you. tell you it's another You're. story. My dad used to tell me, son, you gotta watch people you hang around. Are you are you the trouble? i like, dad, that's how I'm, you. I'm the trouble. Because I was always cracking jokes. So I'm I'm sitting there next to Frank. Cracking jokes with him, but got my eye looking for Jimmy because I knew <laughs> he was coming back. <laughs> and so Jimmy got up. He heard all this, you know, I'm laughing, screaming. You know how loud I can get. Was this after a win? After a loss. After a, after a loss. A loss. Okay. And Frank just cracking jokes. And so I hit Frank. you Because know, I'm looking. You know, I could see Jimmy. He sat up right on the front up to the right. So I'm looking because I sat on the left. And I'm looking down the aisle. Even the media was trained. They were sitting there. Yeah, everybody, bird dog ears forward. <laughs> and so I saw Jimmy call, I said, Frank Frank, shh. And Frank didn't understand. You know, let's just let him go back and let him go and then we get back to. So Frank going on da 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 And everybody just looking. I'm like, Frank. Frank like, man, how you doing no, but just talking. I okay. <laughs> so Jimmy came back and looked Frank right in his eyes. Man, shut up. <laughs> Frank. Jimmy said, be quiet. And Jimmy went on back to the back to tell the uh stewardess, stewardess whatever he was gonna tell them about how we was gonna eat up, what well, how this was gonna go, you know. And Frank, like, you can this dude, can you? And I said, Frank, let it go. <laughs> Frank couldn't get where I said, Frank, been there, done that, let it go. I say, you got a family. You <laughs> want to be on this team. Let it, man. I'm a man. I say you are a man. You know I'm trying. You are a man. Don't worry about it. You can go talk to him later when everything cool down. You can go holler at him later. No, nah, I'm going back there now. Nah. So I'm holding Frank. Nah, Frank. Nah, nah, nah. And so Jimmy come back up. Frank looking. I say, Frank. So Jimmy, Jimmy, what about you? you all right, Frank. Man. Kind of shook, you know, kind of half shake. like, I, I want to talk to you. Right. Jimmy went on up. Frank said, I ain't never, you know, he's going off. And I ain't never heard. I said, Frank, if you need to talk to him, go talk to him tomorrow. I said, but right, as right now, just let it go. And uh, we got past it. You know, and I don't know if Frank ever went and, and, talk. and talked to him, but Frank, rest his soul, he's no longer with us. But i like, wow. And uh, – Everybody was just looking, man. I said, "Man, I threw him a couple of extra bills. I'm going to get drunk." <laughs> Can you imagine? That wouldn't fly in the today's NFL. Oh no, sir. There's no way. No sir. That's what I... you know. And I, and I, every show that I've been on, I tell people whether it was wrong or whether it was right. The only thing Jimmy could promise you, or he, or he wasn't going to be here long, was my only thing I I win games. I only celebrate after winning. I only enjoy winning. If you're not a part of that, I'm gonna get rid of you. I'm gonna find a way. And that's all he cared about. You know, and whether it was right, like I tell people, I was like, wow, I look back and I'll be like, whoo. He taught us kind he taught us kind of rough sometimes. He kind mean. But at the end of the day, three Super Bowls later, now he's in the ring of honor. I don't know whether, like I say, I don't, you can decide whether it's wrong or right. His focus was unreal, man. How how was it? Because
3: I can see that once you get a you get skins on the wall, right? Like you you yeah. you, you start winning. But right. that first year when you guys were bad, how was how was that perceived? Him yelling and being so demonstrative uh, and man, he wasn't.
0: You know. We all believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. We all believe in Jesus Christ. But you can never be holy until the, until the end. That's how Jimmy felt he was. None of y'all can be holy until the end. Y'all can walk with me, beside me, but you can never be what I am and what I'm about until you win a game. Mm. And, and, and that's how he looked at it because his whole focus, man, was he did not. I remember one time we was running. We were all running. We got the, the team doing, going through drills. We going through drills. <laughs> this was funny to me. We going through drills. The defensive line, the offensive line, quarterbacks, cornerbacks, say everybody in their own group. And the media that Jimmy did this with media from a distance. That's what I'm saying. He was a social media guru. And the social media. Hey, what do you think about that, Jimmy? The speed of these corners, the speed of these running backs. What do you think about this? He said, "Man, my second team is fast. My second team in Miami was faster than them." Ooh. He said, <laughs> "He said, man, this combined. He said, this combined thing. But none of these guys make my 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 college team. I mean, he just. I like, whoa, whoa. I said, coach, and I asked, see, I like, yeah, I was crazy. Enough. Coach, you mean, man." My slowest group ever, man, we averaged a 4-9. We, we were around here a 5-3. He said, my team too old, they're too slow. They don't understand what I want. It's got to change. And I'm telling you, he cut like eight guys that day. He's like eight. This is when you know this man wasn't playing. Our first two years, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, your locker was occupied by somebody else. By somebody that they had brought in off the street. And this was like this up until about the 10th or 11th game of the year. Every Monday and Tuesday, guaranteed, and sometime Wednesdays, you, you could come in. Yo, what's up? Oh, my name's Jess. What position you play? Oh, I play offensive guard. So you would share a locker with somebody? No, they will be using your locker. Yeah, for workout. Yeah, for a workout. <laughs> right at your position. If they brought in a guard, that guard was a. If they brought in a quarterback, he was at that quarterback locker. Jimmy was not. He was like, I believe in competition. You will not be relaxed. And then I think in our third year into the middle of the season, he said, "I got I, you guys are my guys. And he started talking another way. Mm-hmm. He was still hard.
2: Three years. Yeah, he he was
0: still hard. His first year, then our second year. Chris, if you get a chance, give us the records. And then, by the middle of our third year, he started. You all are my guys. You all are my guys. He was still hard. He was still focused. He was still mean. But you guys are my guys. I'm starting to get my team where I need it. Man, uh,
4: it gives me chill. Like it, like it gives me chills because. (laughs) there is a level of sacrifice yeah, that he, is yes. necessary for greatness and i think that is sorely missed in today's level of football this is where the softness comes into certain to play because like, like he, you know i'm interviewing nate after this on on my yeah. on my show and so i've been kind of looking up some stuff yeah. and it's just like when you walk into a situation that's that bad when you're coming from a winning situation, like, the first thing on your mind is, like, the culture change. Like, how, how can I change this culture? So that first year coming in, I got to eliminate all these bad habits, the bad way of thinking, the bad way of training, the approach, everything. I remember hearing Jimmy even talk about it. He goes, you know, uh said when he first came here, he was like, you know, what do these guys work out at? And they're like, oh, well, we got this little outdoor workout thing, and, and they'll come in every now and again. And he's like, well, ropes yeah, roll
0: on the yeah,
4: ground. Yeah, he's, yeah, so he's like, <laughs> where are Yeah, he's like, oh, they're all over the place, man. He goes, well, how do you know who's working out or not? He says, oh, I check on them every now and again. He said, no, they will be here working f- at least four days a week. Like, we're not just let these guys go up. No. So it's like when you hear that, and it's like the second year, I say, okay, I weeded out the other guys. Okay, got those out the way. Now I, got, I can start cooking in the kitchen. And then that third year, it's kind of like, all right, these guys know. And now my core is set. I can start building around that. But just to hear it in the mentality, I see why they were so good. Not that I was a part of those teams, but I know the guys who are part of those teams. And understanding the level of – commitment that you had to have. See, that's the difference. When you build that culture, when those guys walk in the locker room, if you weren't able to be up to those standards, you eliminated yourself. You stuck out so bad, like a sore thumb from what, cause see like, what what uh, what did Bill Parcells say? Uh, Losers talk about winners and, and winners, something like that, We're talking about winners, something like that. Losers yeah. talk about winners and winners concentrate on winning. Right. But so when you have those bad teams, there's these pockets of losers mm-hmm. all around your locker room, right? And, oh, and, my God. And, 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 and it's, they always agree with one another. Yeah, man, coach too hard. Yeah, man, I don't want to work out. So all these losers begin to congregate with, amongst each other, and now you got a locker room full of losers. Making excuses. Making and, excuses. Yeah. But then when you put the real dogs in there, the losers have nowhere to hide. So either you you have two choices. You figure out how to become one of the dogs, or you eliminate yourself. And I think – this is completely silent. That's why a guy like Bill Belichick would never work here. That's why it would never work here for a guy like Bill Belichick because he has that Jimmy Johnson mentality where uh, – Sean Payton either. Because I'm going to come in – I'm going to yeah. come here, and I'm going to take – who Him? Yeah. I don't care what he make. He ain't playing. Right. Because right? I have to I have a yeah. certain standard that has to be met. And I, you hear that about with, with Jimmy and, and these guys, and, and that's that's what's the standard. And a lot of these guys can't handle. They couldn't. They couldn't. The thing is, you got to
0: understand, coaches, young and old, will go down there, set appointments with Coach Johnson, and go out of the day of fishing and just talk about coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of guys could grasp it, but what Coach forgot to tell them is that don't work in today's NFL. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it just don't. The Uh, thing that jumped out to me is now we're fortunate enough or unfortunate enough
3: to, you know, you have all access, right? mm -hmm. Cameras are in the locker room. You see all these locker room speeches and, you know you you win a game in overtime that you should have killed somebody. Guys, we fought hard. We could have given up, and, you know, we stuck in there, and Jimmy's in there like, y'all didn't beat them bad enough, yeah. screaming and yelling and cussing <laughs> y'all out. Right. Like, these days it's like, yup, you guys did a great job. Good job. We won the game. We squeaked it out at the end, and, and Jimmy's raw dogging y'all. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the,
0: the, you want to go to a break and bring it back? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, let's take a quick yeah. break. we come back, we'll get some calls. more from Nate and take some phone calls and predictions. Don't hang up with the boys.
1: Learn more at Marines.com. Hanging with the
2: boys. Back to hanging with the boys. boys.
3: Welcome back to the second segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Blockchain.com. Thank you, Blockchain.com. And we were just listening to some great stories from back in the day from Nate about Jimmy Johnson going into the ring of honor this weekend at halftime. And, and Nate, you were asking Chris, Chris told us during the break, you said about halfway through the third year is when Jimmy started kind of yeah. treating you guys different. Y'all were 1-15, 7-9, and, and, and then 11-5 and 5 yes. that third year.
0: Yes, I mean. Uh, we he Jimmy had a certain amount of loyalty that he demanded, and even from uh, Buck Buchanan, who was Coach Landry's guy, equipment guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, even oh, Buck, bucket. you know, Buck. I mean, even he gave Jimmy everything. I mean, it, it was just you had to be all in, bro. You had to be because if you wasn't, uh, you just weren't gonna make it. You You. You just want to make it.
4: And like you said something yesterday when, yeah. when Nick asked you about um, Coach Johnson and you know his family and stuff yeah. like that. And someone asked me the other day on Twitter about coaching. And I simply told him, I said, I don't have another all in sacrifice to give to the NFL. Mm. Like, I yeah. just don't. Yeah. And that's when you talk about like to be great, to be not just to be great as a player there is an all-in sacrifice that you have to be willing to give up like to be great. Right. As a coach, there is an all-in sacrifice that you have to give up. Like Nate was saying, Jimmy said, like, I ain't married. My marriage yeah. is over. Um, my singular focus yes. is to come in here and to win the day and be a great football coach. Like, nothing else matters. That is a level of sacrifice that – People on the outside, they don't quite understand. Mm-mm. Like, I remember as a player, I would get here at 6 a.m. for a 7 a.m. Yes. Uh, special teams meeting. Coach is already here. And they're already here. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't, don't even leave. And then I would leave here at 6, 7 St- o'clock at night. Still here. They're still here. I'm like,
3: dude. And that's, and that's what, seven, eight months out of the year that yeah. they're doing that.
4: And so that level of, of greatness takes an ultimate level of sacrifice that I don't think people truly and honestly believe, understand or, or, or can even fathom just about how much time, energy, and effort is spent
0: on that's, the singular focus of a that's football. That's why it's two things that I believe. When I see a man or a woman marry a police officer, a man or a woman marry a coach. And you divorced them because you, they never home. Come on now. Why did you even get in? Because a coach, they don't change. Mm -hmm. Even when they dating you, they still got to be to work Mm -hmm. every day. A police officer, he's on call. He's got to do what he's got to do even before he married you or she married you. So when you, when you, when you tell me, oh, I had a coach and I did. Come on, man. You want to never end. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you want to never end. Unless you're like you said, like I used to want to be a coach. And then whenever I started working
3: here, and I was like, "Thank God I didn't go down that road because it's
0: it's a rabbit hole."
3: Oh my God! Because and then you don't want to let your other coaches down, and you don't want to be the last one in the building or the first one to leave. So it's almost you almost get in this competition because if you're in coaching, you're competitive anyway. Yeah. Then it becomes like a badge of honor. This is what I do during the season. I may be home four hours a night because half the time they sleep in their office. So they're going th- so you do that what. From July training camp, mm-hmm. July, August, September, October, November, December, January—that's seven months. Then they take a what—a month, month and a half off to just deprogram, and then you're right back
0: after. the Draft. like, Drafts coming, OTA, OTA, yeah. It, but you got to understand, Chris Beam—you got to understand, Chris Beam is the same.
4: What's up, big dog? He's mm-hmm.
0: connected to this the same way because uh, Scott Purcell. It's like it's uh, rocks. They are assigned to certain people. And they have uh, vacations when these people have vacations, and when they don't, yeah, that's why I tell you. football on this level, and now even it's starting to be in college because you're paying people, you're paying people to do a certain job. Now it comes down to are you really dedicated to this job? And I just remember uh, Troy signing. And then uh, Jimmy signing a, a longer contract. Troy signed and I signed a longer contract. I just want to let everybody know I'm going to be here just a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we all would laugh and we all would. But then the reality of it, yep. you know, the reality of it, yeah. Mm, let's take a call. Yeah. Chris, we got anybody on the phone? Uh-oh. Chris. who's lose Chris. But anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. If we ever get Chris back. The, the thing that what what and I keep I ask you, Jesse, because you kind of can rap with these babies more than I can. Uh, <laughs> these babies. Yeah, man. They they babies to me because uh some of the things I hear. You know, as bad as much as we love Michael Parsons, uh he don't understand. What greatness is, and, and I can say this, and don't and don't worry about it. He don't understand what greatness is, and the responsibility that it carries, and what is required from you. And what what I mean by that is when you line up on the field, and you look at the film, you looked at the film, and you've done your study of these players, because he's gonna play against multiple players, and you have not figured out a way or a way at some point in this game where you can take it over or uh, you can impact this game. You 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 don't understand your greatness. You know, I you know I don't watch his podcast. I don't watch none of that. I, I watch him after games like the like majority of the people do, or uh, a few people do, and I hear the things he said. He handled that right with the holding and then all that after this game. He handled it perfectly. But you... Have to understand. If you want the world, you gotta figure out the way to manipulate it. If you want the world, you gotta figure out a way to manipulate it. I, if you want to be the best pass rusher and the MVP, defense MVP, you gotta figure out the way to manipulate it.
4: But see, my 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 issue, since I am a little bit yeah. closer to Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing is understanding, not only understanding your greatness, but understanding more so than ever. How the we can impact the me? Yes, and this is yes. what I say by that is is that if I were Micah Parsons, if I my biggest thing would would be how can I get the others around me to raise their level, right? Because if they are better, it makes my job a lot easier. Yes, yes. So I would be the one that will be going to the coaches saying hey, give me some more film. I, I know you gave me these cut-ups. I would be going to see Sammy and saying, yo, I need more cut-ups. And then I would be the one saying, yo, Osa, uh, Golson, uh Williams. Williams." Oh, hey, my crib, tonight, I'll bring the food. I'll have the chef come by. We're going to break some more of this film down. I think far too many guys nowadays, and this is not just a cowboy thing, but... When practice is done and they leave here, that's the last time they actually connect with one another when it comes mm, to the right, game plan. Right, right, and like right. Th- that to me, if all you do is here and then we don't talk again until the next time we're here, there is that level of running through the wall for my dog. Because mm. we can play the game all day and we can do that, but there's there's a certain level of commitment that when I look to the guy to my left and I look to the guy on my right, that I'm willing to put in to help him. Right. But if we sit down and we break this film down together, our communication is out through the roof. Our commitment is even more through the roof, our understanding. And then now the tools and techniques that we both can use to help us master what we want to do. I, I those are the type of things that I don't necessarily see And I don't know how we got down the leadership rabbit hole, but in that leadership rabbit hole coming from a really good player because you could be really good and it could be a singular greatness. That's not going to help you in the overall purpose of it, because you need the rest of these guys to to get to a level where you're at. And the only way you do that is by information, is by knowledge and by relationship. I think that's the biggest thing that I think some of these, and these are young guys. Remember, like these guys, Mike is 25, 24, 25 years old. So understanding that leadership point of how can I galvanize these dudes and bring these guys together so that we all can have a better understanding of what we need to do. And that helps me out as well. All right. Good stuff, fellas. Let's take our
3: last break. Chris, you back there. Did we lose? Yes, I'm back here. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I have to turn something down and move something over. Yeah, all good. We'll take our last break, and when we come back, we will finally get to some phone calls (laughs) on Hanging with the Boys. All right, bye. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And
0: they snap at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He
1: escapes left. He'll run for a first down.
3: Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency.
1: Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores.
3: Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com.
2: How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at wingstop.com.
1: Geek has your back, no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, you're taking the great Dallas Cowboys seats. James Wright here, your
2: 2022 Dallas Cowboys Fan of the Year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to dallascowboys.com slash fan of the year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. Back to Hanging with the Boys.
3: Welcome back to the final segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And we got Chris back, he disappeared. Jimmy's back. Now he can man the phone.
4: Jimmy rules. sent him to the asthma field. Did he? go to the asthma studio? <laughs> <That's CEO. funny. laughs> <laughs> right. Someone
3: slid a pillow back
5: here. <laughs> <laughs>
4: all
3: right. Pull us up a uh, caller there, Chris. We Who got? we got? Costas in Jersey. Hey, Costas, what's up? Hey, Shannon. How are you? I'm wonderful, man. How are you? Awesome. Awesome
5: show so far. I love all the stories, and I can't wait to hear Jesse's show with Nate on it.
4: Yeah. yeah. All
5: right so i have two questions no crazy ones this week and this will be the last time i can call in for a while
3: congratulations also. on uh, almost nailing the score last week unfortunately uh,
5: yeah unfortunately yeah. um but i, I, I will pick with my heart this week not my head because it's jimmy day but my two questions are regarding number 71 and uh, gallup. So what's wrong with uh, Richards and Jalen Brooks? If these guys really aren't producing, why aren't they given? Uh, why aren't they given a shot? I mean, I know Jeff, you had said last week about how it takes receivers a little bit long, but you know, he's been pretty productive. Brooks, I'm talking about when he's been in there. And then Richards, Nate, you liked them in the uh, training camp. Yes, so just yes. Wondering a, go ahead. I'm sorry. you know, no, no. Uh, I was just wondering about why they're. I mean, are they giving a shot? They're just not producing in practice. Like, how does that work?
0: There's no more really uh, uh, upbeat practices. It's just the coaches have decided that he's like the third backup, you know, because you got TJ on the inside with the guards, and then you got uh, Adago. It's the first tackle up, swing tackle up, and then there's Austin Richards, I think. You know, so it's just how the coaches put them in their pecking order and – how they feel that that it, well, who gives them the best chance to win? Uh, now, in October, I don't even care if they never throwing them a pass because they won't throw enough passes to cook. So I don't really don't care. How I do don't. You- I don't do. I don't do third and fourth. Third. I mean, excuse me. Th- fourth, fifth, and sixth receivers. I, I don't do them. I, I. I do the first two. I do the first three, and that – because. That is what I see around the league that has not changed and that's just who I believe in. If you got these guys one, two, and three, throw them the ball. You can't cover everybody. everybody don't have three great corners, you know, and throw them the ball, throw cooks the ball, throw uh c d the ball, throw Ferguson the ball, Tony the throw them the ball. Those are your playmakers, speaking of backups word came out yesterday, all right, listen up, fans. Because you
3: guys have been asking for this all year. And, bought, and we're, we're going to see. We're going to see, see what happens. But <laughs> your backups to Tony Pollard this week will be active. Will be Deuce Vaughn oh, and Hunter Lipke. Because uh, Rico's hurt. And then uh, Malik Davis has reached his limit of Elevations. Up, and, up and down. So we're going to have TP... Deuce Vaughn and Hunter Lipke in the uh, backfield this week. I, I, I don't even
0: like how they play in these games. I, it, yep. th- 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 that, that amazes me. If Deuce Vaughn is better than the other guy, Malik Davis, we, we shouldn't be worried about it. But why, why, why are we, everybody like, wow, okay, how did he get to this? Okay, 18 weeks ago, we thought Vaughn was better. Well, guess what? No, no. no. Not you, no, not you. We. No, 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 no. Y'all but not. I'm just saying, <laughs> the collective we <laughs> thought, thought uh, Vaughn was better. <laughs> Hunter Lempke uh, kind of canceled it out. I don't hold it against the kid for fumbling. I, I really don't. Nature of the beast. I think Hunter Lempke should be one of the backups to, to Tony Pollard. But now, since it is what it is, can we get Tony Pollard the ball twenty-five times? Can we actually make an effort to get him the ball twenty-five times? Might have to this week. Might not have another choice. Here's what's going to go. Here's what's going to blow
4: people away. I just have this gut feeling that they're going to get down to the red zone. It's going to be like five-yard or six-yard line. And you're going to see Dak Prescott in shotgun and standing next to him would be number 42. And they're going to try to give him a handoff and run him right up the middle. And this is not going to go well. This is not going to go well. It's going to be a wasted down trying to run Deuce Vaughn in the A-gaps on hope, the goal line. I hope you're wrong. I hope we come in here on Tuesday and we're just like, Jesse, you're an idiot. I wouldn't be wrong. I, I'm, I have been right I told y'all in August, the young man, which I have nothing personal against Deuce. I think he's a good young dude. I met him a couple times. I told y'all in August, there's a lot of DMPs in that man's future.
3: Didn't you? I'll I'll admit this. You are right a lot. It pains me to say that, but you are, you know, in all your craziness, all your bravado, and you know. Back patting and chest I pounding. Get to the part You're where I'm right. right. Get You're
4: right, get to you that just, part. right Let's get to that part. Let's get to that part. All right, let's get to the chase. Didn't you
3: say, and maybe I maybe I made this up or thought I heard this, but didn't you say um, back about week three or four, maybe I heard it from somebody else, that Bill Belichick, the, the dynasty may be over. It may be the beginning of the end. Was that you that yeah. said that? And that was before, and now – yeah, all that talk is really go check out Unfiltered with Jesse Holly. I yeah. said more. You said that, but wait, you said that way yeah. back in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Okay, I just thought about that the other day. I was like, you know what, I need to, I need to
4: give was Jesse me. some props because I thought he was
3: crazy when he said,
4: "There's yeah. no way they're getting rid of that man in New England." They need to, and, and it, now it sounds like they they yeah. might be doing at that. some point in time. Go, go, another Jimmy story is about you know you shouldn't stay nowhere more than five, five years. years. You had a great run, Bill, but at some point in time. As good as your message would have been or has been, it begins to fall on deaf ears. Because Bill still has <clears> the mentality of Jimmy, of Parcells. That don't fly with these new jokers. That and then you don't especially have especially you
0: don't have a quarter.
4: And then you don't have the big alpha dog in there. Twelve. Well, well you know what's gonna be
3: interesting? I was thinking about this when you were talking. We were talking about how the dynamics change and football softer and all that. I think you can get away with that if you still have an old school guy in the locker room. And I was thinking about: Is there anybody? The closest thing to old school that the Cowboys have is Demarcus Lawrence. You had Witten; he was old school. He was that kind of old, old head guy in there, right? Now you got Demarcus. What's this? This old generation's gone. I mean, that changes but the having whole the dynamic, older, right?
4: the, Having the older generation that is willing to pull the young guys. Yes. See, that's the difference. Yeah. That's always been my beef with Jason. Wait, when people try to make him out to be this great leader, but I'm not going. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to get on that. But but it, it's if you have an old dog in the locker room, is he willing to pull? That was Tony's knock. That was Tony Romo's knock. That's what people ever said. Well. Well, how come Dak took over the locker room? Because Dak came in the locker room and bonded with the younger guys in the group, and Tony just couldn't understand it. He he couldn't the fathom. Tony wasn't getting off of practice and going to jumping on the sticks with these guys. Tony was getting off practice and going to play golf or going home to his wife or going home to his children. He was doing what 39, 40 year old dudes do. You know what I'm saying? He, he wasn't, wasn't playing doing, the basketball in the hamper. He wasn't doing what twenty two year old guys are doing. Yeah. So yes, having an old dog in the locker room is great. But that does that old dog now reach back and grab the pups? Right. But I'm talking about like in the way that like a
3: coach, I think, could talk somewhat like what Jimmy did if you had an you have somebody that can relate. Right. Yeah, but like it but was Once like, everybody that can't relate's gone, no. then it's like this whole new generation is gonna be I mean They dominate now. Right. They're they're and you dominant. got coaches like Mike McDaniel that's you know one of the one of the guys, right, mm-hmm. like he's the coach, but he you know he's not dog cussing people he's you know that's my guy, and I you know hey come over here and let's you know I think it's just interesting how the dynamic of football has changed Change. when it comes to relationships with players and coach. We did a terrible job of getting the calls today that's your fault Nate. but the content was you great had two you had two great of stories today. I could sit here, yeah, literally for. Eight hours and listen to
4: you. Well, you'll have another hour to listen to Unfiltered with Jesse Holley. Yes, we need need that. When's that going to air? It's going to be shot right after this show. It's going to air tonight or tomorrow. Tonight or tomorrow, which is... For sure, for sure, Saturday morning. Saturday morning? Yeah, for sure. We'll have to check that out. I'm going to try to get it out tonight like around 11 o'clock. Nice. What y'all going to talk about? Ooh, I got a list. You got a list? Okay, get our our picks
0: in. (laughs) All right. Nate, Cowboys winning or losing? Man, we're gonna win this by the skin of our teeth, man. So one tenth of a point. <laughs>
4: Nate hey. has
3: one tenth of a point. We didn't even get Costa score. Man, we got one caller and didn't even get his score. Chris, what's your score? Uh let's go 35-30. 35-30. Cowboys. 35-30. Cowboys. By the way, the spread is at six points. Cowboys are favored by six points over under speed. Okay, then thirty seven to thirty. Thirty-seven. You're gonna beat the spread, huh? Thirty seven to thirty kurt has him at 33 to 27 cowboys winning what's jazz got chris 35 21 cowboys 35 21 jesse uh, i'm going cowboys 36 30 36 30 all right you and chris are almost twinsies hey and, you need nicks yeah what's
0: nick got 34-24, Cowboys. Hey guys, 34-24. thirty-four, What's twenty-four. Up, brother? Why didn't you come sit with us? You didn't want to hang out today. He came in the last two minutes, about four minutes just, ago. Just yeah. Walked by walked by
1: by, and, yeah, and then went back there. I got there some and snacks for y'all when you're done.
3: Oh, good. We like snacks. Uh, I will go thirty-one, thirty, Cowboys. It's unanimous. Cowboys are winning this week. They get back pod on pick. the horse. Pop it. Pop po- oh yeah, pod picks. Uh, who, will, who will score? <laughs> It's like it doesn't Can we matter. throw the
0: ball to somebody
3: who will score first? Either team, Jesse, uh,
4: David Montgomery. Ooh, all right, uh, Nick. So you you <laughs> we're going to defer to the second half. They're going to give
3: Detroit the ball first. Nick, Watch. Chris, and Jazz. Who do y'all have? Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my trusty cooks. Cooks. Ooh, i are going to throw them the ball. All right, mm. Saint Brown. Ooh, Amara. Uh, that's a good Saint one? Saint Brown. Saint Brown. bad. What about man. Jazz? Mm. We're working. Out. She's going. Uh, uh Jazz. We do this every Doudle's week.
4: Every week. Said He ain't even playing.
3: No, Dow's not playing. No, not playing. She's a, a, she looks shocked. Oh my god!
4: Thanks for being a part Thanks of the cowboy family. The <laughs> she's get.
3: She's got Deuce just because of that. She got Deuce. Yep. She I got I Pollard. She got, she Pollard. got a deuce. Pollard. 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 All right. I will go. I'll go Deuce. Just just for Jesse.
0: <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> That's why Cowboy fans always get kicked in the teeth, <laughs> just for just for reasons unknown. Yeah. Now, you, now you question it out. Why did they do this? Well, the same reason you picked Deuce. Uh,
3: Nate, great stuff today, man. Enjoy. Yeah. Hey, enjoy. Enjoy tomorrow night. That's gonna. Hey, be you really see Scott?
0: Really
4: special. Take some pictures for us and send us some pictures and video. Good. Yeah, Take, send it to me. There'll be this weird angles. He be like, Yeah, <laughs> he be like, Yeah, back there. Good stuff. Back there is Ray right?
3: Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. Kurt. We'll see you next week. No show on Monday. Wait, Rayford,
4: right, still alive? We'll be back Tuesday. Do we? Is for right still alive? Sorry. He's not. Yeah, no, no he's, not. he's not. Oh, sorry.
0: No, but that's I mean, funny, though. Bad. That was funny. That was I'm fun. sorry. He rested in peace, but he yes. cracked a good joke. Sorry. Uh, right, Jazz, fairly.
3: thanks for keeping Chris company. Uh, Josh. Josh. Josh, thanks for keeping us up on all the social channels. We'll be back on Tuesday. Victory Tuesday. Sorry no you, show don't, Monday. you don't get us on Monday. New Year's. New Year's. Happy New Year's, everybody. Yes. See y'all next year.
4: See y'all next year.